welcome to Mundelein Minute. Uh, this is episode number something. See up there. And we are recapping the village board meeting from last week, which was November 14th. This is Isabella, by the way. She um, she missed us. We were out of town for a couple of days, and now she doesn't want to uh, be anywhere except in my lap and snuggling with microphones. Hi, Isabella. I'm here for it. I asked her to stay, so <laughs> she's okay. she's a good girl. Yes, she is. Russ, I'm sorry that I'm gonna have cat hair all over me when I get home. Right? Yeah, she's our she's our old cat. She's about 15. Oh. Yeah. That's nothing. You got a good 10 years left in you, kid. <laughs> yep. All right. So, anyways, uh, now that I've done the intro, I guess I should finish this. Who are you? My name is Eric Schwank. <laughs> I am a trustee in the village of Mundelein, and you are not Eric Schwank. I'm Kara Lambert, also a trustee in the village of Mundelein. And this is my house and my cameras and microphones and cat and everything else. <laughs> and there's no uh, no taxpayer money in the creation or distribution of this podcast, or the buying of cat, or in this cat whatsoever. So, with that, I'm going to hand it over to you since yeah, you I. There was absent at the you last know what's board funny meeting is that a year ago i was absent at the same board the meeting. same the first board meeting yes. in november so weird yeah it feels weird that i um i've, I've missed two board meetings um this year and <gasps> and no, no other board meetings at all i know and and it, it's really hard to to know that um I, I'll, I'll just address it i was way out of the country <laughs> uh for the last board meeting and it was um I sent Kara a picture during the board meeting of you at the of, beach of our beautiful view from our Airbnb on uh, a remote island in Thailand. Super helpful. Super helpful. Yep. Yeah. So with that, you get to run the show. Okay, here we go. Do you want to start with the committee of the whole, or do you want to start with the board meeting? Um, we can start with the committee of the whole. I'll I'll uh, go into that. So the committee of the whole meeting um, is basically a meeting of the board where we don't. It doesn't where we can have open discussion, basically. Open discussion, non-binding decisions. Right. The board is there and the department heads. Correct. And so we had committee of the whole to talk about the levy. The levy is your taxes. And the mayor touched up a little bit about that the the municipal portion of the of your tax bill is about thirteen to fourteen percent. Yep. So the schools make up sixty plus percent. I think he said sixty three percent. I could be wrong, but it's sixty plus per, for sure. Um, and then other taxing bodies, park district, library, is that it? Park district, library, us, probably it, schools. That's the big ones. Those are the big ones. So, uh, our portion was up. We were starting to talk about it and we heard a presentation from staff. They presented us options on where we wanted to go with the levy. You were involved heavily on this as being chair of the finance committee. Yeah. So I, I met with staff and the mayor and, and discussed all this prior to going out of town, knowing that I was going to miss the board meeting so that I could have some, some discussions regarding where we were headed. Yeah. And, um, our interim finance director, I will say did a really good job putting together kind of a comprehensive look at things. Um, and I'll be frank, it's a little nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you and I as people experience in our budget, the municipalities are experiencing in their budget. Um, things are being coming more expensive. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> but not only that, um, we have this thing that looms over our head and it's got it starts with a P and it's called pensions. And they really, really affect the decisions that we make. I made a point in the board meeting that um, I'm having to make decisions based on laws and rules that were put in place before I was born. Correct. 
Um, so it's hard to think of that, right? Like, and, 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 and I'm not saying anything bad about pensions, police and fire that were in active do- or in the, I guess, like force at that time did their job knowing that they were going to get a pension. Yeah. Trustee, uh, trustee simple every year when we would come up to the tax levy meeting, he would always bring up, these were promises that we made and, and we have always, I want to say always, I can only speak for the, the, the board that I've been involved with and, and the time before when I paid attention, passed on those obligations to taxpayers because this is something that the taxpayers, through elected officials, promised those employees and their families. And now we have to make generations good on, ago. Generations ago, right. Yeah. And we have to make good on those promises. I don't want to say generations, but at least, at least a generation yeah, ago, decades exactly. ago. Decades ago. To. We have to make good on those promises. We cannot default on that. And, and, and that's not just legally, mm-hmm. but that's also like I feel ethically and morally. Correct. At least in my mind and how my ethics work, right? So by state statute, we have to be funded to our pensions by 2040. Correct. Which and, is and those are people closer our, than we think. <laughs> and those are people that are in our community. They're yeah. our neighbors too. Yeah. So that was a weighed heavily on us and pensions are funded by the stock market and everyone's looked at their 401k lately and times are weird pensions are an interesting one and this was was told to me by uh, another elected official that pensions are um you're you're right they're they're stock market returns but but the stock market but yeah but they're also backed a hundred percent by the taxpayer so when the stock market doesn't meet the estimated returns right then the taxpayer is held liable. Right. And that's a, an unfortunate place to be, and that's why the state and, and other elected officials have taken the steps to correct that for the current yeah. um, current employees and, 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 well, rather new employees going forward. So, yeah. So um, the other thing that we talked about is that we have not changed the amount of money that we've lever- le- levied for the corporate fund since 2016. Correct. That's six years. Correct. And it'll be seven years for this budget cycle. And uh, I'm holding this piece of paper that I made Trustee Schwenk print out because it was super eye-opening to me. But And this is available online, of course, too. Um, it, this, is, this is out of the Committee of the Whole Packet, and it's page number 15. But you can't I'll put read it on that. the screen. You can't read that. But um, it talks about um, rises in commodities, basically, price increases in commodities and stuff that this isn't even comprehensive. This is just a, you know, a small snapshot. Um, things like salt for the roads, by the way, I was so pissed when it snowed because then I was like, that's more salt that we're using. Um, <laughs> sodium hypochlorate. No idea what that is, but it's used in public works. Uh, it's gone up 500%. Right. Now the I'm amount sorry, of money that it, that it is of our budget, it's a small. very small amount um, but some of these items are going up anywhere from 4% to, to 20, I would say the 30%. average is probably about 15 to 20. Th- yeah. I would. Yeah. But this inflationary increase as the document shows is that it's going to cost us about $1.3 million more to just in these items, just in these items to conduct business. Yeah. Um, so we had asked Eric Gunther, like, what do we do if we, if wh- what happens if we can't? Like, what do we do? And he was like, well, then services have to be cut. And and you and I have talked about, like, well, where do you cut? You still need someone to respond when you dial 911. 
Correct. You still need someone. You still need your water to turn on when you turn on the faucet. Right. Like the roads need to be maintained. Right. You know, and I I think that when you look at, um, speaking of decisions of past boards, when and even our own board, when we haven't raised <clears throat> the um the levy, but the amount of dollars levied in six years, almost seven years, we are in a rough place because of that. And we're having to make a decision about how to move forward. Um, We have given the same amount of dollars to staff every year to maintain the same level of services while costs have continued to rise. And I mean, I can even speak of my my own uh, contract at at work as a flight attendant that um, I know in the last four years, inflation has gone up 17% while my salary has gone up zero. So I know that we have given staff the same amount of dollars knowing that increases in inflation have cost a lot of money. They've still continued to give staff raises. There's still been contractual raises for police and fire and public works employees with the same amount. Which are unionized employees that we're obligated to do, right? And we're facing new contracts next year. Yeah. So the same amount of money only goes so far. You can only cut services. You can only cut items so much in a budget before it just doesn't work anymore yeah and that's what we're facing yeah so it was definitely a i'll be totally honest like it's an election year for us right (laughs) no one wants to do this no one wants to have this conversation we're residents here both of us are single income households single income Um, households that pay property taxes right exactly no one wants to you know my mom both of our parents live here senior citizens no one wants to do this right um it doesn't feel good no. Right. This is not why we do this. But we know that we have legally obligations to do, morally obligations to take care of. And at the end of the day, we have to run a town. Correct. And so the options that were presented were to. Oh, where are, I don't. You didn't print them. How do you not read my mind? Uh, to take uh, advantage of the higher real estate prices that we saw last year the eav right and to lower the rate which would be levying less dollars right is that right mm-hmm. walk me through the options again i only i only wanted to go through to focus on three and four three and four the options three and four were to um increase the police and fire pension fund line item and leave the corporate levy alone and that or four was to raise the corporate levy four hundred and thirty eight thousand dollars um and also raise the police and fire police and fire pension levy as well and the social security levy thank you because the social security costs are expected to increase man she's knocked out over here uh the social security levy is expected to increase well the social security cost is expected to increase as staff um, raises are expected to increase and, and it's just something that hasn't been touched for years and we're expecting that to increase as well um on the flip side of this we're also expecting uh the market to continue its downturn right uh or at least hopefully stabilize well eric Uh, had touched on that a little bit he talked about inflation stabilizing at seven percent right right so that's not pretty correct but at least it's not eight and nine which which we were facing earlier correct and and we you know there's also a, a challenge with um attracting new staff uh, or keeping and retaining staff. Right. So 
there's a lot a lot of different moving pieces when it comes to to planning the budget so ultimately the board discussed it and all of us had points that we made literally we went down the row and all of us talked about it and not a single one of us was like hell yeah let's do this <laughs> like literally you know it's funny how that works huh? i think all of us were very methodical in our thinking um uh, again it doesn't feel good right it doesn't feel good to do um so we all eventually supported option four, which was to raise the corporate tax increase $438,000, there we go, mm-hmm. numbers, <laughs> 438, 757, yeah. Uh, and then also um, increase the police and fire pension. And that, hopefully by increasing the amount of money that we're contributing to our pensions, will offset the downturns of the market. Is Correct. Goal. Is a goal. And we did the same last year, too. <clears throat> so what does that mean for... The average household? Nailed it. So average household price in Mundelein, $250,000. Do you think that's accurate still? About two fifty, two eighty, somewhere in there. Okay. So for a $250,000 house, you're looking at a $60 price increase per month. Per year. Per year. <laughs> per year, whoa. sorry. Whoa, whoa, sorry. So $5 per month. Um. And I'm not, that is not something that we're saying. It's just $5. Not a single person said that. Correct. All of us are fully aware of what that means. People that are on fixed incomes. Um, Trusty Cabotrilla. Yeah. Trusty Cabotrilla made a point of saying, you know, like, if you have the means to contribute to organ- charitable organizations, like, now is the time. And agreed. So, yes. Um, you asked me when you came back. Did you do the math on this? What percentage of that $60 goes to police and fire versus a corporate fund? Uh, no, I did not. But I know, so that $60 is partially towards pensions and partially towards funding right. daily village operations. Right. Okay. So that's something that, you know, gets broken down on different line items on your property tax bill. Right. So you're not going to see $60 on one line item, 50 on another. It's $60 aggregate. Combined. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? I don't have anything else on the committee of the whole. No. Want to go to the board meeting? Yeah, let's go. All right. Now that I've orated long enough. All right. Board meeting was normal, called order attendance. Everyone was there except for this guy. Slacker. Living his life. Um, Pledge of Allegiance. Approve the the board meeting minutes. Public commentary. There was Shoot. There was none. No, there was none. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Couldn't remember or not. Sorry. Presentations and awards. Uh, there was none. I'm trying to think. We I know we made a motion to move up public work. Or I mean, my, uh, what's the thing? Public the safety. Public safety for to, the presentation. Yeah, to the presentation and awards. So, whew. Um, we awarded a, what is this called? I guess we recognized a firefighter. Dan Burmeister, he, this is the craziest story I think I've ever heard. So he was driving home from his kid's birth, uh, dropping off his kids at a birthday party and he was driving on 94 and he pulled up on an accident and there was a three-year-old girl and I'm going to try to do this without crying. So just bear with me. Uh, there was a three-year-old girl that was involved in the accident. He saw it happen. He pulled up. He's on the opposite side of the road. He pulls his car over. He's in civilian clothes. Uh, it's pouring rain by the way too. Like this was straight up out of a movie. Um, the guy that was talking is the head of, um, he works for North Shore Hospital. He's like the head of like the medical portion. He helps like train EMS 
um, from the medical oh, standpoint. Okay. There we yeah. go. Also, you're way better at writing down titles than I am. So. Got it. Um, so he pulls over his car. It's pouring rain. There was a three-year-old girl that was unconscious due to blunt force trauma. And when you're unconscious due to blunt force trauma and you need to be revived, the chances of revival are slim to none, was what this doctor said. Three years old. Um, Dan, Mar- Dan started performing CPR on her um, and pouring rain, instantly closed, no equipment, CPR, um, until EMS and police and police pulled up. Uh, miraculously, this little girl recovered. And... The doctor that spoke said that literally would not have happened if it weren't for the actions of him. So had they waited for EMS to arrive, she wouldn't have made it. Yeah. So it was the most insane story I've ever heard. There's an article in the Daily Herald about it. Yeah, I've I've posted it everywhere I can possibly post it because it's it's an insane story. Uh, I'm crying. Awesome. But to hear and then and then we were like, hey Dan, do you want to say anything? No, just doing my job and walked out like. Literally, like, he was – if he could have hit into the wall, he would have. He was, like, mortified. Um, but just, like, the definition of, like, hero. It was insane. So that's how we started the board meeting. And then I had to get my composure and continue the rest Right, of it. yeah. So literally when we were, when he were done, you could hear the mayor go, wow. And, yeah. like, I feel like that's how the room felt. So – it reminds me of that one where they the, – the, the little girl in Diamond Lake. The, the little girl in Diamond Lake, yeah. And it, it just, like – you hear these stories and it, and it makes you just so proud of your fellow people. Well, like right place, right time and just like doing <laughs> yeah, the right thing. So absolutely. craziness. Absolutely. All right. So in, 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 in the, in the meeting, whew, public hearings, um, we opened up a public public hearing to talk about a special service agreement for the towns of Oak Creek. This is the development at 45 and 60 where the old Menards was a special service agreement is that if their HOA becomes defunct, we put a portion of money away so that we can maintain the property. There was no public commentary during it. There was no questions. That was it. It's part of the formalities that you have to have a uh, public hearing for it. Yeah. Nothing happened. And now we're in a 60-day waiting period. And now we just hang out and wait. <clears throat> we appointed a new member to the Mundelein Community Days Commission. Yep. So he was actually really, really funny. His name's Patrick McGovern. Um, he's excited to get his role started. And then we'll go to trustee reports. It was long. Yeah, there was a lot. They were all <laughs> kind of related to the same thing, though. Um, wait, am I missing a page? Flip yeah, you didn't over. give me page. T- oh, <laughs> there you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, I get smarter every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first one was a motion to pass a special use permit for the car, a new car wash that's being proposed at the corner of 6083. And there was a gas station there in the past. 6083 and I guess 60, right? Like top yeah. line. So uh, there was a gas station there in the past. By the way, this car wash was fancy. Yeah, the the, fancy. the pictures look pretty amazing. I drove past one coincidentally that's similar in Elgin this weekend. And, I, and my husband out of nowhere was like, whoa, that's a crazy looking car wash. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you just wait, friend. Um, but two young entrepreneurs own it. Um, they And they spoke about like, this is the wave of the future. It's touchless. They're going to have, you know, minimal amount of, uh, they'll have an employee there at all times to make sure that the things run obviously smoothly. But this also, I asked um, how long the one place had been vacant for, and they said since like 2016. 2016 when that gas station was demolished. Yeah. So it's been a long time. Mm -hmm. Stuff sat there. The second thing we talked about was tonality. 
Our yeah. friends, they closed this week too. They did. These poor two, these two guys have been through the ringer. So we um, voted on a economic development assistance agreement. Um, this we had talked about previously when they were before us. Mm-hmm. The I guess almost a year ago now, maybe even longer. I don't know. They've been before us so many times. It's been a long time. We've had to make some changes to these agreements over the, the year. I think the most important thing to point out, though, is that their costs have increased 35% since Correct. they started this project. Yeah. So, But they're still in. Yep. They're still going. They're, they're still going. Along. And they closed their, on their sale of their property last week. Yeah, I saw it on social media, and they're ready to pull permits and get moving. Um, I bet you they already are moving. Yep. The second one was a tax sharing agreement. Again, like it's important to know that this is all increment. So like, yeah, let's share it with them. And and Steve, the mayor pointed out that they have to generate revenue for us to share it. So Correct. it's a win on everyone's part. So that passed. Um, and we shortened the amount of time to get them moving. They yes. only have 15 months now to get, to kick in that, that, um, agreement instead of 18 months. Right. Cause they've used some other time up. Um, then there's a TIF agreement that they will be get receiving TIF um, funds. Again, this is all increment that's yep. generated from their business. Uh, I don't know. You want to talk about that? No. no. I mean, we've talked a lot about TIF we over have. the past few <laughs> episodes. But yeah, they have to generate it in order to receive it. This was a cool one. We awarded a bigger grant to buy design event decorations. So this is a small business that's opening up a actual storefront. They do... Um, Flowers, gifts, that kind of thing. If you've ever been into Karina's, the stuff that's like in the front of Karina's, like the flowers and the gifts is done by her. So she um, and her husband are opening up a business and this is exactly what the big grant is supposed to do. Help remodel a place to help a small business open. So it's good to see. Yep. Right in, uh, right on 45. Right on 45. Where the floral place was in the past. Correct. Uh, North Shore Gas. This was... A tower. Yeah, we're putting up a tower. Uh, a radio tower because they they, they need um, more radio bandwidth than what they can buy currently on the market. So to, to talk with their their people in the field, they needed a tower, and this was um, We a had to do a bunch of permit. stuff with that. Yeah, to make it happen. So I think the next three, four motions were that. Right. Ordinance, uh, setbacks. Uh, changing the or granting a special use permit about the M1 district. So all of it related to the same thing, though. Right. Allowing them to have a tower. Do you want me to go into details? It's up to you. I mean, it's pretty mundane. It came through planning and zoning. um, and There was no comments on it. There was no comments. It was four to zero. Yeah. um, Pretty running and zoning. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to move along. This one also complicating, though. So this was a bond agreement with mz capital so this is the mz capital is the development on butterfield mm-hmm. i believe got that right yeah um this was allowing us allowing the village to accept a cash bond from them correct versus a check bond is that right like or how does that work I, I, it, it's just a different type of bonding than what we've that what we're allowed done. per zoning or per ordinance. So per we ordinance. had to change the ordinance Correct. to allow a cash bond. This like, I feel like the last six, four motions were exactly like government at its worst. Yes. Yes. We're correcting something that, or 
slightly changing something that was right. done in the past and now having to redo it. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly how it works sometimes. Frustrating. Uh, public works, there was nothing. <laughs> However, Tim, Trusty Wilson gave a report on leaves. Um, <laughs> so controversial. Uh, it is every year. It is every year. But I feel like this year is better. I've, uh, I don't see any leaves. Oh, hardly. Facebook I've, would like to disagree with you. I, well, Facebook hates everything anyone says always. Oh. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. I will say, there was one comment we got that was in favor that it looks better. Have your leaves been picked up? No. Do you want me to make a call? I know somebody. I didn't rake any out. Oh, unbelievable. It's, it's better actually, for the environment. It's better to for leave the grass yeah, that exactly. I don't have if exactly. I just leave them. Exactly. And, um, but I did see the leaf truck go by this morning. Well, there you go. The leaf truck went by our house. Um, it's already made two passes through the village, so yeah. it, it will keep going. Until? The second week of December, I believe. Right. So we just so, need this nice weather. Yeah, to hang out. And no more snow done. to continue. And I think we're, we're, we're doing good. However, I will say that the leaf truck, when it came down my street, broke, and my neighbor went out there and helped them fix it. Oh, that's amazing. It is. That that piece of equipment is such an antiquated piece of equipment. There's got to be a better way to do it. There needs to be, yeah. Drones. And the guy was manually walking the leaf tube down the street. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. Okay. Drones are going to do it. That's my proposal for Groot next time. <laughs> um, Finance committee, that's you. Yep. It was just payment of bills, if I and the correct. levy estimate. Oh, so the levy estimate, correct? Because we have to post we have the to levy post estimate. The levy. We have to post it before we vote on it, which is weird. Yeah. So and is... and you vote on the levy before you have a budget. Correct. Also weird. I hate that every year. Every year it drives me. It's nuts. so backwards. But it's the way that you have to do it by state statute. But yep. So we have to do this this time of year so that we can vote on it by December uh, to start the process for next year's budget. taxes. Yeah, taxes, yeah. Um, and it was nine hundred and nine hundred and fifty eight thousand four hundred sixty three dollars and eighty four cents. Eighty four cents. You're right. It was eighty four cents. So uh, that was all found in the packet. If you want details on that. Absolutely. If you're curious on where we're spending money, the village is spending money. Uh, public safety. We talked about that. Uh, we moved I've, that up already. Yeah. Yep. I have cat hair in my mouth. Sorry. Um, thanks, Isabella. Uh, uh, the only other thing was. Coffee with a cop was on Friday, uh, at the Jewel, the Jewel Starbucks. Starbucks. Yep, and it was pretty well attended. Kiki and I went. Um, I will say that Chief Monahan asking my daughter what she wants for Christmas was the highlight of my week. Super sweet. Um, but it's there were residents there asking the police department questions, which I was like, yes, that is how you do it. So it was great to see. Right, that. right. Building committee, nothing. Transportation infrastructure, nothing. Omnibus vote salt and and uh insurance salt and insurance yep irma payment and uh and uh lots diesel. of salt and diesel yep i always get cr i don't like buying salt like i wish we could buy it on consignment but it, that's not how that works on consignment yeah like you pay one fee and then you only pay for what you use because like what if it didn't snow at all then we wouldn't need it but then what if it snowed a lot whatever then we don't buy as much next year i guess but the weather is so variable um that's it. There was no executive session. No reports from no anybody reports else. No reports from anybody else. Well, you know, like Gunther gave his whole spiel during the levy meeting, committee the whole, so we know what that guy's up to. <laughs> uh, that's it. All right. And we, I think, I don't know, we were out of there. It was a, it was a long meeting, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So, but that was it. So board meeting on, what's going on this weekend? Nothing. 
Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving week. Um, that's really... The uh, Mundelein Shop Local incentive has started. The Shop Local and the tree lighting is coming up. Tree lighting is probably my favorite event of the year. I know. So, I know. And there is a... Oh, be still my heart if anyone's still listening now. There is a Winterfest on the day after the tree lighting. Oh. So we have added that to the schedule. This came out of the beautification committee um, and sort of the MCC together. Uh, somebody proposed it in the beautification committee and then Peter Vodopoulos hooked them up with the MCC and it, they Off went and ran. Running. And yeah. so this is so cool. It's truly grassroots. It's I'm so excited for it. So it's the Saturday after the tree lighting. So December 3rd from 11 to 5. Nice. Pumped for it. Uh, other than that, that's it. Also, if you're a graphic designer, there's a contest for designing the new farmer's market logo. logo. Yeah. Or an artist. Or an artist. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. All so. right. Lots of cool stuff. Yeah. Getting Lots ready for stuff. summer next year, which gives you something to think about. Yay. It seems <sighs> right. so far away oh, now up. that it's cold. It's fine. You were I just know. in Thailand, please. Mm. You didn't even get the snow that we dealt with. It was still here when I got home. Yeah, but we had like crazy blizzard. I know. For November. So anyways, yeah. have a good Thanksgiving. Have a good Thanksgiving. Thanks, Isabella, you too. Have a good Thanksgiving. She will. Okay, good. That's All it. right. We'll see you the next episode. If there's episode. questions, please email us always. We're here. I think it cut off. All right, cool. Then don't. All right. Bye. Bye.